Evan. We made it, boys. It's it's championship week. We're here. Yeah, that intro music may come across really loud, but so <laughs> I'll try. I'll, I'll try my best to get that toned down. But I we'll, think we gotta hit people with the intro. Music. That's, <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Championship week. It's just it just hits you just like a freight train, or more more fittingly, hype train. Ooh, ooh, good one, man. Evan, do you wanna do you wanna make a comment about um, the weather outside relative to how the action is doing? Ooh, that's a good point, Ben. The weather outside is is quite cold, but the action inside where we are recording this podcast is heating up. Yes, uh, it is. It is negative eight degrees outside, negative twenty two wind chill. It is Thursday, December twenty fourth, aka the eve of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ's birth. Huge day, huge day. And we've got uh, Schaefer Bowl starting tomorrow, I believe. Uh, actually, there might be no players in that game tomorrow. But Wait, there's, there's, there's no... Uh, well, yeah, there's, no ga- there's, no ga- there's no games tonight. The Vikings game is on Friday tomorrow instead of Thursday, I think. They just like moved it from Christmas Eve to Christmas Day for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, there's no game tonight. Seems kind of weird. Seems kind of weird to uh, have... <laughs> compete with the nba on purpose i I don't really understand the goal of that but yeah i'm pretty shocked by that business decision like like thursday like thursday is like a normal nfl game day yeah but then and friday is not and then so because it's chris like you move it to christmas to like it, it just just keep things how they are already. And it's also a better business decision. Yeah. I was a little confused by that as well, but starting tomorrow, we're going to have football and uh, on Monday we will have crowned a champion. So pretty yeah. exciting. Uh, let's, let's recast some games then from uh, the semifinals. Uh, which one are we talking about first? Let's talk about, let's talk about Ryan versus Ethan. Uh, I think this was the, the most fun one. Uh, the one that definitely came down to the wire. Uh, Ryan pulled out a close victory, kind of surprisingly, 106 to 99 uh, after like Ethan's Steelers just like totally bombed on Monday night. Uh, Should we talk about Ryan's team first? Because yeah. we have to, I have to go to two different pages for this. Yeah, right. Me too. So uh, uh, yeah, let's talk about Ryan's team. Uh, pretty good, pretty good game for Ryan. Uh, did you see Josh Gordon is back? Well, but he's not though, right? No, he is. Didn't they say he's ineligible? Oh, yeah, I yeah. thought he, I thought he was. He failed the terms of his reinstatement, so he's he's done. Oh, this is God. So, God damn it! Ryan has been hoarding Josh Gordon, uh, stashing him on his bench for like three or four weeks in the hopes that he would play Week 16 for some reason, and and now Josh Gordon uh, won't even be doing that. So that's good. Uh, hoping Josh Gordon is okay. He should, uh, you know be receiving some help and probably give up the football thing but uh yeah rip for ryan i mean it's not like he was going to start him anyways but the dream is dead damn uh also like russ has been bad yeah that's kind of true the seahawks the seahawks might be broken but yeah i don't know if josh gordon was going to be the answer to that you know i'm just yeah no it was just to echo your point of he wouldn't have started him anyway yeah right uh, um, yeah, Ryan, Ryan got, Ryan just had a solid week up and down the, up and down the line, I guess, except the wide receivers, but yeah, uh, which is kind of weird because wide receiver has been Ryan's strength all year. Uh, and they kind of flipped the script here at the end. Uh, I mean, the biggest like funny performance for me is Leonard Fournette putting up yep. points. He scored a couple of touchdowns. I've had Fournette the entire season, which has been a painful experience to say the least. Uh, but when Ronald Jones came down with COVID, uh, Fournette became the Buccaneers starter again after being just a healthy scratch <laughs> against the yeah. in week 14. Uh, and you know, he, he wasn't very good, but he did score two touchdowns and that's what counts. So, uh, 18 points for Fournette, uh, that, that definitely helped Ryan. We've been talking since, uh, you and Ryan made the trade for, uh, Derek Henry about Ryan not having a second running back. And now that he can slide in, Cornette and it it looks like I think that'll be happening again this week um that uh you know that really helps him fill that hole so yeah I just saw so yesterday 
uh, a Tampa block, Tampa Bay Times, Ronald Jones likely out Saturday against Lions. Okay, I guess they're um, on Saturday. That probably doesn't help. Um, one less. Yeah. So. Yeah, elsewhere on Ryan's team, uh, Deshaun Watson doing his normal thing, 23 points, 373 yards. Uh, Jonathan Taylor continues his kind of late season resurgence. Taylor's going to be a first-round draft pick next year, I would imagine, uh, like latter half of the first round. But he's uh, he's rebuilt his stock here in the last few weeks. Um, man, Ryan's team, Ryan's team had a good week, but not that much interesting happened here. <laughs> He even got a nice, uh, I think, so So the situation going into Monday night for uh, Ryan and Ethan was something like, what was it? Ryan was up by 10 points, but. Or, or, I had Claypool. It was like, it, yeah, it was like, um, it was like Ethan needed to, e- Ethan needed Roethlisberger to outscore Claypool. By... And Steelers defense. Uh, oh, yeah. Against Claypool. And so you figure, you know. I thought the you know, and they were playing the Bengals, so the Steelers should have won this game easily, right? So it, it, for me, it was like, well, he needs to hope that the defense like allows 14 points and doesn't force any turnovers and just kind of like quietly wins the game, uh, and then hope that any touchdowns the Roethlisberger throws go to Claypool, and then he'll be fine. It turns out that the Steelers just suck now, <laughs> and, <laughs> like Roethlisberger and the defense did almost nothing. Uh, Claypool actually had like an okay game; he had five points, um, so it was enough for Ryan to like fairly comfortably win he won by seven points uh it's definitely a weird outcome as the Steelers lost by 10 so that was that was interesting I definitely thought that Ethan was was in for sure um but here we are and uh this means with our championship being Ryan versus Quinn that we're gonna have uh, a new Schaefer Bowl champion for the sixth time in six years so that's pretty exciting yeah that is exciting um yeah, talk about a shocker of a Steelers bank. Like, what was a crazier outcome? Steelers losing to Cincinnati or uh, the Rams losing to the Jets? <laughs> That's a good it was, question, it, actually. It was such a weird – Both of those were pretty wild. Uh, yeah. yeah, the Rams-Jets one was pretty weird, too. Uh, sh- shout out Rams for just doing that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, try- I'm, try- I'm trying to do the math right now. Yeah, so uh, Roethlisberger and Pittsburgh combined for – 8.7 Claypool had 4.8 so that's like four yeah, Ryan so. Ryan beat Ethan by it looks like like seven so Ryan would have been up by 11 going into it yeah so that's such a small margin when you're talking about a QB and you know the best defense in fantasy like the Steelers yeah. so yeah definitely kind of strange uh do we want to talk about Ethan's team now um let me just go we, we i mean ryan won we, we i feel like we got to give ryan his due i feel like um land like landry i mean 16 a touchdown um that's great i i, I streamed landry in hockey house it worked out pretty well i mean yeah i damn. mean landry yeah. has really come on the last four weeks he has uh like coming into week 12 he had no touchdowns on the season and like one game with more than 60 yards and he's done that with a touchdown in like every game since then. So he's really been turning it on here late in the season. Um, yeah. Always one of our faves. I also want to shout out Ryan for picking up my Jalen Rieger sloppies. Um, <laughs> that, I mean, it just, it just, it makes me feel like a little bit of myself is, still in the playoffs you yeah, know you're, you're basically in uh shaper ball i had Re- i had i had rieger for like i feel like i picked him up in like well i guess i could just look uh when did i pick him up we should give out like a small prize <laughs> for the for the person who uh who is sloppy score the most points in the championship game also oh, ryan actually i actually had ryan sloppies ryan drafted jalen rieger <laughs> somehow um and he dropped the roost yeah dropped him on october 7th i picked him up october 30th uh nice so i think maybe ryan just needed rieger back to become complete yeah it was full circle uh yeah for sure. <laughs> Definitely those four points from Rieger were, uh, were what put him over the top. So, <laughs> Hurts, right. baby. Yeah. Let's talk about Ethan's team then. Uh, it was a weird, a weird game for him. I mean, he put up 99 points. You look at that and you think, oh, it's good. But then, like, 
Roethlisberger only scored seven, you know, uh, and, and Steelers defense, like we talked about, only scored two. So he had, he had the opportunity to go way more than this, um, largely because of David Montgomery, who is a machine now, I guess. Yeah, uh, my hot take is, uh, I mean, I don't, I feel like I've been a little hard on Ethan this year, uh, but I'm glad that Ethan lost. Uh, like we don't need, we we don't need we don't need this roster winning Schaefer Bowl. I definitely I agree uh, with you. Uh, yeah, like, I don't want to I don't want to be that guy. Uh, I don't want to play I don't want to play favorites. Like I don't want like I've been I've definitely been pretty hard on like I've been you know I feel like I've been commenting on Ethan's like lack of like waiver activity and uh, I feel like I I've, I've like picked against him in a lot of games and. Uh, I've been throwing shade at his team a lot of the year, and I don't really know what I'm getting at with that ramble. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, uh, I, I was like, but, I was kind of looking at Ethan's team when it when it appeared almost certain that Ethan would make Schaefer Bowl. I was like looking at his roster, and it's like, man, like how does this roster? And so like, you know, Ethan finished 11th in the regular season in points scored, so it's not like this was like a world beater or anything. And you know, he was winning in the playoffs because Montgomery has been incredibly hot, like. Uh, in the first 11 weeks of the season, Montgomery had a high point total of 19. And in the last four weeks, so weeks uh, 12 through 15, he has scored at least 20 in every game. So he's had his four best games of the season in the last four weeks. He just had 32 carries in week 15, including two touchdowns and 150 yards. Like, yeah. Man, it, it's been weird to – like he just flipped the switch and became like this incredible player after like most of the year being like just an average RB2 kind of guy. Well, uh, I, I wouldn't say like average. I mean, he's, he's definitely, I feel like the narrative on Montgomery all year has been that like, no matter what, he's going to get you 10 points, yeah. which like, I, I guess that, I guess that might be low end RB2, but it seems like it's like solid RB2, like maybe high end RB2. Uh, yeah. But like, I, yeah, I, I agree. I'm like a league winner, you know? <laughs> yeah. Montgomery, like Montgomery has definitely been the difference and it's not, I, like you could say T.Y., um he's still been you know he only scored seven this week but if you want like montgomery's had his best four weeks the last four weeks hilton's had his best five performances the last five weeks even with this seven um or or, no it's four and four yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. um so i mean like montgomery ty i mean you just gotta hand it to ethan he had a couple uh i mean i i I know i know i know it was a losing effort for ethan it's too that's a tough uh I I need to be a little more empathetic, like to go into that Monday night game. You got you got Steelers rolling up against the Bengals, you know, you and then Roethlisberger gives you six and Steelers D gives you two. Like that's yeah, that's, that's a tough that's a tough way to lose. Um but it's a good uh you gotta hand it to Ethan. That TY pickup was uh pretty big for his Yeah, for real. Uh, I was looking to uh, just like looking at how Ethan had like constructed his roster. And so Ethan has only made one trade this year. It was uh, either preseason or really early in the season. Uh, he traded away DK Metcalf for David Johnson. <laughs> so like <laughs> the only trade he's made this year was very, very bad, <laughs> but uh, everything worked out in the end. So. Oh, I, I actually take it back. So Ethan has made 41 moves this year. Oh yeah. Which... He's definitely been making way more because yeah. Uh, yeah, he hasn't had. Maybe, well, maybe, maybe I'm thinking of like last year. Maybe I'm conflating. Like, I, I, I just, I had this vague memory of like being slightly disappointed with Ethan's lack of uh, like roster moves. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was, maybe it was around with the bench a lot. Maybe, maybe it was like the first few weeks of the season, or maybe it was like last year. Maybe I'm just forgetting. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it comes to an end for Ethan here. I don't know who, who else do we want to talk about on this team. Uh, I want to shout out Russell Gage for. Uh, I like Chad Hansen. Also putting in a few good weeks. Chad Hansen on the. Bench. Uh, I love that this guy's name is Chad Hansen, and he's a. White <laughs> it's like, and if you Google him, he's just like a frat bro. Where did he's, he go? To, where did he go to college? Cal. Cal. Okay. That, that I like. Well, no, I th- I think I looked at this guy's Wikipedia. I think he went somewhere else. Yeah, so he he his only scholarship offer to play college football was Idaho State. Love it. Uh, true freshman at Idaho State, he had like a normal good season, and then he transferred to Cal as a walk on. Love it. And uh, then after he sat out, uh, actually like had a really good. Yeah. Had a really good year in twenty fifth. So no, not really good. 
2016. So June, his redshirt junior year, 92 receptions, 1,200 yards, 11 touchdowns in 10 games. Uh, that's it, pretty good. That was a fourth round draft pick. Who knew, man? Fourth round draft pick by the Jets in 2017. I had not heard of this guy until uh, a couple of weeks ago when said so like the Texans wide receiver situation is very bad, right? So they uh, are relying on just random guys like Chad Hansen here. But he's had uh, you know three pretty good weeks here. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Ethan actually started him at all. He was close to in this game. I really ideal uh, ideal scenario in this would have been that Ethan had lost by like two, and he would have and he would have won if he had started Chad Hansen. Chad Hansen, the missing link. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, yeah. Also, Rip Zeke. Can we say that? Are we allowed? Yeah. Wait, I think we I think we understated that during this whole thing. Uh, like if Ethan if Ethan if Ethan had just like had Zeke. Well, I guess Sony had a pretty Sony had a pretty good game. So yeah, I guess Sony had a pretty good game. Russell Gage had a pretty good game. You're not probably going to get much more than that from Zeke. Well, Zeke hasn't been good. Uh, actually, I think it's it's interesting to look at. So obviously Zeke was Ethan's first round pick. He drafted him third overall in the draft. If Zeke had been like we expected him to be and like he was the first five weeks of the season when Dak was healthy you know Ethan's team looks totally different right like if you're adding like a stud RB1 to this team it looks much much better um so you know what could have been yeah I I do I do want so there there are gonna be like I feel like I saw this article or somewhere like it was like I don't know it was something in Yahoo and it was like someone saying that like Zeke is just like overpaid running back blah 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 jerry jones overpaid um but like I, there's gonna be this narrative in the offseason that like i mean just because like we have to talk about the cowboys all the time anyway and like did you overpay for a running back like yeah but like i i respect jerry jones in this specific instance for like going for it like zeke was coming off a great year last year um yeah, Zeke was definitely and, in the class of running backs that are good enough that you consider paying paying up for him, right? Like, like he is like a game changing running back when he is on, right? And, yeah, and like and like Dak is still on his Dak was still on his rookie deal this year, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so like so I mean he kind of just went for it, and I think you I think you have I mean, yeah they overpaid him, but um, like 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 now it looks terrible, but. Like I respect, I respect going for it. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. Zeke is going to be an interesting guy in the draft next year because, like, you know, we all know who Ezekiel Elliott is and and what he can do in that offense. And I'm wondering when someone is going to be willing to roll the dice on him. They're going to say, okay, Dak is back, he's healthy. You know, maybe this offense, you know, is great again. You yeah. Know, where do you take Zeke? I, I'm going to guess it's going to wind up being like the end of the first round kind of thing. Well, as we talked about when we got to your team, like when we get to your team, Tony Pollard does look good. Like, I we will not I, talk about my team because my team is done. But uh, Tony Pollard. Or, oh, oh, I guess we could talk. So yeah, I mean Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard has been good, and uh, I don't. I mean, we might as well since we're not going to talk about your team. Like, I might just I might just mention yeah something that I read the other day. Like Tony Pollard. We t- we kind of just think of Tony Pollard as this like seldom used handcuff in the same ilk as like. Gio Bernard or like Benny Snell, Alexander Madison. Ma- Madison's probably the best comp because he like has shown flashes too. But Tony Pollard um, has the highest rate of missed tackles forced per attempt since 2019. Um, second highest is Nick Chubb. Like Tony Pollard leads the NFL in both missed tackles forced per rush and yards after contact per carry among 70 running backs with 100 plus carries over the last two years. Like. Tony Pollard is good. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, what if Tony Pollard overtakes Zeke? Like, Zeke looked like a little bit washed at different moments this year. Yeah, uh, I think it's like, gonna be, it's gonna be hard for them to not give Zeke the ball if he's healthy and on the field. Uh, I mean, I could because the it, contract. I could see it edging. Yeah, right. Just because of the contract and because of the name, I could see it edging more into a timeshare. But I, I certainly don't think it's gonna be like fifty fifty or anything. I, have, I just have a hard time seeing that. Um, but. We will see. Um, do we want to move on then to the other semifinal? Someone drafts Zeke top 10. I mean, he could go like ninth or something. I could see it. Uh, Don't I have the ninth pick? 
Uh, yeah, I think you do actually. He will not be going ninth. Yeah, let me let me let me verify that. Yeah, you got ninth. Maybe uh, maybe Tim takes him eighth or Andrew takes him tenth. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, let's move on to the other semi. Uh, this one was a pretty high scoring one too. Shout out to all of the semi finalists for having pretty good weeks. Uh, Quinn took this one 128 to 113 over Henry. Uh, let's talk about Quinn's team first. 128 points. Um, yeah, man. I mean, well, you look at Quinn's team. Like every, every, every guy fucking popped off. Damn. Yeah. I mean, Quinn is definitely doing it with, you know, bag of tricks at this point. Like he got Salvin Ahmed put up 21. Logan Thomas put up 10 points. Antonio Brown scored a touchdown, put up 15. Kendrick Bourne had 15 points. It's like, what is this lineup? Uh, <laughs> how is Quinn doing this? Uh, we were joking before we went on air, Ben, or I, I was joking that in our season preview pod, I mentioned that I thought Quinn's team was going to be good because he had Mahomes and McCaffrey. And when you have those two guys, you can just kind of like randomly fill in other parts of your lineup and it might just work out. And it has, even though he just doesn't have McCaffrey anymore, he, he has Aaron Jones instead. Uh, but you know, he, those two guys, Mahomes and Jones, put up 45 points. And just with kind of – Like 20, 20, 25 from Mahomes isn't even like that yeah, impressive. It's not even that good. It's, yeah. yeah, it's like, it's like, uh, like, tw- like 20, yeah, 21 from Jones is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it's just like the rest of Quinn's lineup is random guys he mostly picked up in the last like month or so. And, and they all had awesome weeks at the same time. I mean, there's no way that like – all of these guys are going to repeat in week 16. But if, if like a couple of them do, you know, he's got some slack, he scored 130 points. So uh, kind of weird, even like T Higgins, who, who has really been pretty good. Um, didn't have a good week. He was like, the only yeah, I, I think, I think you're throwing a little too much shade at Logan Thomas. Like it's Quinn, Quinn, as we know, is the tight end whisperer. Um, and Logan Thomas had a pretty good week. Was it a couple weeks ago? They had like a hundred yards. Yeah. Logan Thomas is, is much better than we give him credit for he's one of those guys who like, I'm sure we didn't know his name coming into the season. Uh, and like he plays for Washington. So you don't expect very much, but they just give him the ball a lot and he's been pretty good. I'm, I'm trying to look up now. Where right. When you have it, like when you have a shitty quarterback, they go to the tight end. Yeah, right? Logan Thomas is tight end eight right now. So, yeah. Yeah. He's a real thing. <laughs> it's like an average tight end one. So, uh, yeah, man, shout out to Logan Thomas. Uh, yeah, I would, he's going to come around to a good tight end situation somehow by hook or by crook, and he did it. So, yeah, I think like so, Salvan Ahmed, that was just a sad, like, I'm I, I, like the Kendrick Borden thing, like, I, like, fuck off. Like, I, that's just kind of getting, getting, yeah. Was Ayuk out or was Ayuk no, still in? Yeah, he played. Yeah, like born, like fuck off. Um, but Salvan Ahmed, that's a savvy pickup. I, Gaskin was out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I saw that, when I saw that pickup, I was like, you know, he, I, I know you're much less of a, uh, an opportunity guy than I am, but you know, when but ben, you forget that I actually had someone on it, I, I was riding the opportunity train with oh, were you? a couple weeks ago and, and then he got hurt himself uh, and missed a few games. So, so yeah, Quinn, Quinn just, uh, you know, that's a good, happened. that's a good pickup from Quinn. I give him props for the Salvan Ahmed one. Um, but if I'm Henry, I'd be pissed about Antonio Brown having his first good game of the season. Especially uh, after, you know, memorably, Henry drafted Antonio Brown last season uh, before everything went to shit for Brown. I think it was in the first round, maybe the early second. Uh, and then, like, two days after the draft, Antonio Brown, like, got cut from the Raiders, you know, or whatever happened. And uh, screwed Henry's team last year. And No, 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 no. Henry traded – Henry, like – like uh henry, henry like didn't quite trade molest tom but he like got kind of close okay I, i'm forgetting. remember he he traded he traded that trade was processing i think when like, when oh, antonio brown got that. cut remember i remember that yeah good times man long time ago uh yeah antonio brown having like easy easily his best game as a buccaneer First game with more than seven fantasy points. So yeah, that's what I'd be. That's what I would be pissed about. Yeah, about. I mean, it's like it's like, like all of these things happening in the same week. And like Henry yeah. had a good week too. He had 114 points. It's just that like he needed like one of these guys to not have a great game, one or two of them to have just like their average, and and all of them were really good. 
It's funny, but it's funny because this is literally the exact same conversation we were having last week, but Henry was on the other side of it. Uh-huh. And I was on, I was on, I, so, and Henry, Henry truly can empathize with my, uh, my yeah. experience from last week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I would have lost to Quinn too. So it doesn't matter. Can we talk about that? Is that a good, or are we, are we done talking about Quinn's team? Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, I'm salty that I, Quinn and I had weekly bets all season and uh, I beat him like every week and 10 and three for the record. What was it? 10 and three. I was 10, I was 10 and three against Quinn the regular season. One of those games, I just threw it uh, as we all know. Uh, And Quinn would have kicked the shit out of me in the semis. If I had beaten Henry last week, like I, I would be so I'd be so pissed right now. <laughs> like, oh uh, god! Like literally beating a guy head to head ten out of thir- ten or eleven out of how, however you want to dice it thirteen times, and then just like I would have got my shit rocked this week by <laughs> like like I- I'm so salty about that, but like yeah. I guess that's just like that's that. just fantasy sometimes. All right, uh, let's talk about Henry's team then. Uh, rolling into the third place game here. It- this is a weird way to score 114 points, but he got 38 points from Jalen Hurts, 21 from Darren Waller, uh, and then mostly kind of average performances from most of the other guys. Um, let's talk about Jalen Hurts, Mr. Hurt of the Week, I think. Man, uh, 338 passing yards, three passing touchdowns, 63 rushing yards. The Jalen Hurts hype train is out of control right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Man, it's going to be really interesting to see where he goes in drafts next year. Assuming that the Eagles settle on him as the starter, I, I imagine they will. Um, they'll find some somebody to dump off once too. Um, yeah, I, people people always talk about like how how are they going to trade once? Like he has this big contract, like blah blah blah. And how it always happens is they just like they just trade him, and they just like. I feel like this happens all the time in the NFL. Like you trade a guy and like, and you just have in the agreement that like you'll pay half of his con. Like, I don't know how the cap, like all no, the cap stuff. So- that's not how it works. You just trade it to a team that doesn't care about the cap space. Like the Browns did this a few years ago, right? It's just like, they have so much cap space that like, it's worth it to them to, you know, you, you toss in an additional second round pick or something. So they're basically just paying Wentz's salary for the second round pick. Right. But I feel like you, yeah, I, I know, but you can, I feel like you can also say like, we'll pay. No, you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to do that. I don't think. Cause then you're still paying him. Right. I think that would still count against the cap. I'm pretty sure you can like, as a part of like a buyout kind of thing. I, I don't know. Maybe Neither I'm just our, uh, our salary cap experts. I, I, okay. I, I feel like maybe I, I'm more of an examples guy. I need, I should have, I should have done some, uh, we should have had a production meeting before this podcast recorded, so I could have. Uh, I didn't know we were going to talk about Carson Wentz's uh... contract. Yeah, I, I just I feel like I've seen this before, where like guys get traded and it, there's like kind of an agreement about like how much each team will like pay the person, or it, and it goes some of it goes against the cap or some shit. I, maybe I'm just making stuff up, but. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, they will. They they will be starting Jalen Hurts. Um, exciting fantasy prospect. You know, we always talk about rushing quarterbacks being a cheat code, and Hurts obviously qualifies for that. So I think that's going to be interesting because I mean, the Eagles' offense has some pieces, especially if they can be healthy eventually. Yeah, it's been two years now that they just have had no one healthy. So I guarantee you, Henry will be drafting Jalen Hurts in like yeah, the yeah. Um, in like the. Eleventh, like no, no, no. I think like eleventh. I think like. Oh, I don't. I don't think Hurts lasts till the eleventh. I would be shocked. I would. Oh, uh, yeah. You think? I think it's going to be like seventh or eighth. But I think. Yeah. I mean, just the rushing floor. Assuming that we know by draft day that he's going to be the starter, I think the rushing floor gets you a lot. You know, I, he'll basically be, in I think sort of a similar situation that Kyler Murray was this year, uh, but a little bit, a little bit worse because we haven't seen as much of him. But Speaking of rushing floor, uh, this is like a quick tangent. I saw somewhere that Tyler Kyler Murray, uh, like, I don't know if this was the exact statistic, but I think he has the eighth most rushing yards this year out of all players. 
that's possible. That's possible. Is I don't know. It, yeah. it may it may have been it may have been a slightly more nuanced stat than that. Or or I think it may have been eighth most fantasy points from rushing attempts. Yeah. He's got a ton of touchdowns. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it, it wasn't rushing yards. It was eight, like eighth most fantasy points from like rushing. Yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy. But yeah, I agree. Jalen Hurts, he's an interesting guy to keep an eye on uh, come draft time next year. Um, yeah, I, I want to shout out Darren Waller too. I mean, Waller has been really awesome for Henry all year. Um, yeah, 150 yards and a touchdown, uh, like as a tight end. Like, and you're getting that kind of production out of your tight end. And a couple weeks ago, he put up 200 yards and two TDs. Like. Uh, He's going to be over a thousand yards again with like 10 TDs. He's been great. Um, yeah, I definitely under Henry and I, when Henry and I were making the uh, Kelsey deal like week one or whatever, I definitely was not very high, relatively speaking, on Waller. Um, yeah. And, so and, I, and Henry, Henry, Henry definitely like Henry. I remember he, when we were texting each other, he definitely like was like, I think this guy is better than how you're like seeing him and so let's just move on to kelsey like we talked about waller for like 10 seconds and we were just we were just we were just so far off on our uh like valuation that we just like immediately moved to kelsey yeah i mean waller Uh, was i had waller for most of last season he was he was really good but he only scored like three touchdowns and it was kind of just a fluky thing where he just like couldn't get as many tds as the yardage indicated and i mean he had like 1200 yards last year or something so the, the opportunity was there gruden loves him like, you know, he's getting 10 targets a game now. Uh, and just because they have no wide receivers either. So it's, uh, it's been a fun year for Darren Waller. I, I would assume he'll be the second tight end off the board next year. In the where, are the, where are the Raiders drafting? Uh, I mean, they're like 500, so somewhere in the middle. Right? I'm curious if they're going to reach for a QB in the first round. Like, question. I don't know. Maybe, maybe if somebody drops, or they'll try to trade up to get like uh, – was Mary? How did Mariota? Look? I heard Mariota played. I didn't. I didn't watch anything. Didn't but watch this game either. <laughs> I mean, I, I heard, let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna look up. Uh, I'm gonna look up Mariota's stat line really quick. Just, I think it's I'm safe just, to say that Marcus Mariota is probably not the answer. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I would probably Mar- trust Derek Carr more than Marcus Mariota. I actually. I mean, I don't think the offense. Mar- Mariota, 17 for 28, 226, touchdown, interception, pretty average line. Yeah. Average, yeah. I mean, I don't think the offense is the problem for this team. Like, the defense is quite bad, and that's what loses them most of the games. They seem like they're, they're scoring points at least some of the time. So. There might, there, there probably won't be a quarterback at sixteen anyway, or like if not anyone ex- like super interesting, right? It, yeah. Maybe like at that point, at that point, you might as well wait until the second or third round. Yeah. And draft a Jalen Hurts second round pick. People forget. So. Yeah, uh, and that I forgot. I forgot to say that. I think that's also kind of why. Uh, the Eagles, I think, have a higher likelihood of rolling with Hertz is just because, like, a second second round draft capital is not nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um. Let's see what else on Henry's team. Um. Do we think McCaffrey comes back, Evan? No, McCaffrey is is it's got to be done for the season. So Henry's gonna get. Do you do you finally relent? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm out. Uh, McCaffrey and Galladay, neither of them are ever playing football ever again. Uh. Yeah, Mike Davis wasn't very good this week. He only scored six points, um, but Henry will get to use him one final time in the uh, third place game. So, also, have we talked? We have not talked about this. I don't think yet this season. Uh, Henry has finished third place like three years in a row in this league, and he could do it for a fourth time this year. Insane. Yeah, yeah. Really, three years in a row. I want to say that is correct. Um, Man, let me look that up really quickly. That's hysterical. Yeah, and he always wins that third place game. <laughs> it's uh that's that's where he thrives is in the third. Well, that's place. I didn't I didn't I didn't make my picks this week, <laughs> so uh, th- that makes that makes the third place game pick pretty easy. Yeah, each of the last each of the last three years, he has he has won in the first round of the playoffs, lost in the second round, and then won the third place game. So <laughs> what the last th- the last three years, you said the that last three years, and he could do it again. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. Uh, it is a twenty-five dollar bonus for for getting third place, so not nothing. Uh, you get the vast majority of your money back. So uh, we'll see how it goes. Is, what's Henry up? What's what's Henry up to? Uh, I don't know. He's probably 
at home. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like, what's his agenda here? What's his uh, end game? What's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it's 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 suspicious. He's lulling us into a false sense of security, <laughs> but by not uh, getting to Shaver Bowl ever, and he's gonna unleash soon. Yeah. Um, all right, you got anything else on Henry's team or? Um. Would Henry have won if he had started JD McKissick? Uh, no. No. He lost by 15 points. So, I guess if he had like not started Amari Cooper, but started JD McKissick instead, but that would have been a weird choice. So, you can't really. Oh, oh, yeah. You he would have had to start QT as a wide. Yeah, I mean, like that's. Yeah, I guess like if if you're looking to point fingers on this team, Amari Cooper is definitely the guy. Uh, throwing up a classic Amari Cooper shitty performance. He, he had ten yards in a game where they scored forty one points. <laughs> right. What, what I'm what I'm what I'm trying to say though is that like that wasn't like a um, reasonable decision. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no way. Like, like like if he if he had gone into the week benching Cooper and starting QT. Yeah. Uh, we would have we would have shat on it. Uh-huh. You know, so so like that's that's the kind of thing where like I wouldn't beat myself up about it too much because it's like nobody would have done that. Yeah, you I, know? Don't, I don't think there's yeah. any reasonable way he could have made up the 15 points here. So yeah, um, I wish Win Bowden Jr. would have done better. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 four and a half points. I love this man. I I wish he would have. He's got. I I want to. I, I, I want to draft this guy next year so bad, but I just know that he's not that good yeah right in my heart of hearts but the fact that he plays so many different positions <laughs> uh like i wish this guy would have been on the broncos because like he actually maybe could have been an okay quarterback oh interesting it's kind of funny all right uh let, let's uh kind of briefly talk about the consolation games then Man, they were, they were they were not. Oh, so oh, so we're talking about consolation semis now. Yeah, we, yeah. we do that. Yeah, I mean, we always cover the consolation bracket, kinda. Uh, you know, the games count in some. <laughs> so, man, the consolation is bad this year. So, so each of the last two years, the consolation has been higher scoring than the regular playoffs. That oh is, God, that is not this is, the case this season. This is even more annoying than the playoffs because now I have to go to every fucking person's. Yeah. Bracket. So. Uh, Ben, I will tell you which team we're looking at, and we'll just do it like that. So, uh, oh god, first semifinal was Connor versus Jay. Uh, Connor won this one, seventy-four to sixty-five. Connor was the highest scoring team in the consolation. He had seventy-four points. So let's not talk about this very much. But uh, <laughs> so who are we talking about? Connor. And did Connor? Sorry, did Connor win or lose? He won. Oh yeah, he's in the. But he's in the. Connor appears to like only barely be. Uh, paying attention at this point he uh still has travis fulgham in the lineup fulgham did put up three points this week so shout out to him for uh, for bouncing back but uh yeah i mean he's he's in the constellation championship so he could get that one that one seed but uh, do we do we talk about how weird of a name fulgham is have we i don't think we have but it is sort of weird yeah i feel like we i feel like we've we buried the lead on that yeah um yeah I guess like big thing this week was Devontae Adams only scoring four, which is like his his worst game since like week two. Um, didn't score a touchdown first time in ages and ages, like in two months that he hasn't scored a touchdown. Um, let's see elsewhere. Yeah, the Packers in general weren't very, very. I mean, just an ass week for Connor besides Ridley, right? Yeah, Calvin Ridley, very good week, 163 yards in the touchdown. Ridley's been really good. He's 1,200 yards this season. Um. Yeah. Did, did Julio play? Uh, I, uh, I don't think so, but I don't remember. It's hard. hard Ridley, Ridley, Ridley has this thing I've noticed, or I've read, or I don't know. He usually pops off when Julio's out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Man. Ronald Jones had COVID. That's it. We mentioned that earlier. That was kind of a big. Uh, well, Connor won anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah. He won anyway, so it was fun. Was seventy? Wait, was seventy-three? Who the fuck did he play? Yeah, he played Jay. Jay scored 65. God, wow, fuck. Yeah. Uh, with that, I don't want to talk about Connor's team anymore, so let's, let's talk about Jay's team. Uh, can I say one thing about Baker Mayfield? Yeah. I saw this I saw this Yahoo fantasy article that said, like, one of the subheadings was just, like, 
Baker Mayfield is Kirk Cousins. And I thought it was a pretty funny comp because, like, they are kind of similar and they're, like, uh, they both play for teams that are very run-heavy and they, like, show flashes of, like, being elite but also just, like, fuck up a lot. Mm-hmm. That's that's fair. I can see it. I can see it. They're, and, they both have, and they both have, like, kind of fun personalities in, like, very different ways. Yeah. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is just, like, dorky and relatable and baker is just like cool yeah mm-hmm. like he's the kind of guy that you just like want to like rage face with <laughs> yeah all right uh yeah. is there, is there a, a current nfl player you would rather knock back a few brewskis with than baker mayfield i i think about it for 10 seconds i feel like there's got to be one one of the wide receivers has got to be weirder than this see I, I don't baker just seems like a cool guy yeah that's that's fair that's fair i feel like we're missing someone obvious but yeah hmm. good point all right uh yeah jay put up 65 season's over for jay uh man did you smith schuster scoring negative points was really a rough one here <laughs> if, if jay could have gotten like 60 and a touchdown from Smith Schuster. He's moving on, but yeah, uh, I not to make this about me, but we're talking about consolation anyway. So who gives a fuck? Uh, I I was in consolation playoffs of my own in college league and was going up against. I needed Juju to score like less than like 14 points, otherwise Andrew Nelson was going to beat me, and he scored negative 0.5. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of I I, I I I chuckled. Um, I, I guess we can pour one out for for Jay's uh, double Arizona running backs strategy. Uh, truly, our favorite lineup strategy of the season. It mostly worked the entire season. <laughs> Chase Evans scored thirteen in this game. Drake only had four, but you know, seventeen points when you're two running backs. Nothing to sniff at. So, shout out to that. Uh, how the uh, how the fuck has this worked every time? Yeah, I mean, I guess we say worked, but Jay's team was pretty bad, so maybe it didn't work. But and I uh, guess I guess technically they didn't score their projected. It's funny because Drake was projected for twelve, yeah, and Edmonds was projected for six, and Chase Edmonds scored twelve, and Drake scored four. Um, I will say They're that though, so if if Jay had just started Matt Ryan in this game instead of Jared Goff, he would have won. So. Was that a reasonable decision? Uh, I mean, so Goff was playing the Jets. So I, I think it was fair to expect Goff to do much better than the 15 points that he scored. Ryan was facing the Bucks, which is not a good matchup, but he scored 28. <laughs> so I think that was definitely an outcome I would not have expected. Um, yeah, I would have started Goff too, Jay. Don't beat yourself up. I'm sure Jay's really beating himself up over this. Yeah, it's like, oh, I could have had that one pick. I think Jay, <laughs> Jay is in line for like the number four pick anyway, so it's not like a huge... Uh, Might be better. Yeah, to be honest. If it's the end of a tier, if it's what, what were we talking about? Who are the top guys? Zeke, yeah, like, not, not Zeke, Zeke, Derrick Henry, not, uh, Evan, Jesus Christ. Like, get out of here, Evan. Can, Evan, can you just like pick up what I'm putting down? I can't have, I can't have you uh, misleading the people here, Ben. Evan, you're such a bitch. That, I thought I, I thought I laid that in there so smoothly. Uh, and I. <laughs> No, it's gonna be like it's gonna be okay. Like, Derek, Derek Henry, McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook. Uh, is there a fourth? Dalvin Kamara. Yeah. Kamara depends. That, that's yeah. that's Kamara, probably that's probably Kamara and Aaron Jones are both like depends. So maybe so maybe the fifth pick is the number one pick. Maybe maybe. Ooh, I just had a good idea, Evan. Can we add this to the agenda? Yeah. What's that? So instead of consolation playing for the number one pick, the consolation champ gets to decide their pick i'm okay with that we could do that yeah i kind of thought about that this year too it's like oh, maybe i would rather have whatever else because then when you're like leading up to the draft you can be like "Ooh, i like i i think there's a tear break at four so i want the fourth pick yeah or something i think it'd be kind of interesting it could be fun it could be fun like we just got to keep adding fucky shit yeah to- <laughs> I just want I just want our league to become like uh early 2010s MLS where we just have 
stupid drafts for every player acquisition thing imaginable. I like it. Uh, MLS has like so many different drafts. It's, it's, it's hysterical. And I just want our league to just, I want our league to just have more drafts. That's what I want. I think I I I think that the, I think there is a uh, like a marginal analysis, marginal benefit, marginal cost inflection point with how many drafts you have before it's diminishing marginal return, and I I, I don't think we're there yet. Well, we only have one, so right. I think we need we need to get up to like full. No, we have two drafts. We have oh, we, yeah. we have playoff draft and we have like regular draft. I think. I think we need. I think we need like four drafts. Okay, I'll work. At different. Uh, all right. Let's is that fair? About, is that yeah, a fair? Is that a fair thing? That's fair. Let's talk about the other consolation semi very briefly. Uh, Nick beat Tony seventy-three to fifty-two. Can I ask a quick question? What's our time at? Uh, I think we're like forty-five minutes. All right. I'll let's, fuck just, with let's just do this quickly. Uh, so Nick Nick wins, beats Tony. Uh, he got 17 points from Corey Davis. Corey Davis having a really nice year. Uh, Corey Davis is also like alternating really good games with with kind of average games, so it's sort of fun. Uh, Todd Gurley officially washed. I think it's all over for for Todd. Unfortunately, God, he got one carry in that game for minus one yards. It's not what you want. It's so crazy how quick it can fall apart. Yeah, I mean when you or- get knee stuff like Gurley has as a running back. That's not good, right? Because that stuff never heals, <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, it's not great. It's really too bad because he's only like, what, twenty-seven years old or something. No, he's like, I think he's twenty-six or twenty-five. 26. I think. Yeah, yeah, he's he, he's he, he's my age, I think. Uh, yeah, I always I'm I'm always like, I always like feel bad for Ty Gurley because he has like arthritic knees. But yeah. I like I'm the same age as him. <laughs> well, um, that's why he didn't play football, I guess. Um, yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know anything. Anything else for Nick? <laughs> um, rest in peace, George Kittle. Didn't get didn't get yeah. to play George Kittle this year. Man, the the impossible dream of of uh, week sixteen, he George might, he Kittle. Might play. He might play. Uh, no, that's the thing. Is that Nick? Nick? No, Nick won. Oh, Nick won. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, so he might be. So he might be able to play Kittle. This this would rock. This would. Yeah. This would. Yeah. This I would pay. This I would pay attention to. I'm so down for this. If Kittle can come back for the consolation championship and secure Nick the number one pick, that would be that would be pretty great. Uh, I mean, they're playing on Saturday. <laughs> Shanahan says there's a chance that he'll return. Who knows? <laughs> no idea whether he will start or not. But like, Nick is already starting two tight ends, like two other tight ends. So like, I feel like he might as well flip Kittle in there. Like, it, there's no opportunity cost here at all. Like Eric Ebron put up a zero, and he still won. So do it. Like if Kittle plays, he's in. I'm pumped. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm down too. Um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, Nick scored 75. So we, we have to think of some kind of a joke for when a team, because I feel like every time. I feel, and I do not think this is confirmation bias, but every time I go through someone's team and I'm like, wow, this is a very average week. They must've scored 75. Every single time I scroll down and it's almost 75. Like it's like without, without uh, fail always happens. Uh, And we need, we need like some sort of a classic. You're going to just eyeballing numbers, Ben. Good work. It's just like, it's just, it's just like such a classic 75, like, I'm not going to talk about this at all because yeah. Like, like what is there to talk about? Right. There's not much. Uh, I guess, I guess the, I guess, I guess it's funny that Hooper in his flex scored yeah. 10 and Ebron in his. Hooper got 10. So well, I guess I don't, I don't know what the game times of those games were though. So, cause like maybe Ebron played before. Ebron was the Monday night game, the Steelers. So. Oh, well then he fucked up and should have put Hooper in at tight end anyway. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, let's talk about. Tony. I care, Evan. This is important I'm stuff. Extremely briefly, uh, fifty-two points for Tony. Tony is definitely not paying attention. Because- Tony scored fifty-three. Like, fuck off. We're not talking about this shit. Well, so, okay. So the only thing I want to say <laughs> is Tony is clearly not paying attention because he's had Lamar Jackson on his bench for like a month. 
uh, <laughs> right, right as Jackson starts turning it around. So Jackson scored 29 points, uh, but Tony had Derek Carr in a starting lineup and Carr got hurt and only scored two. <laughs> so, well, do, well, don't you remember? I texted Tony that Lamar Jackson got COVID and that he should remember. I, yeah, that was like that was like a month ago. Yeah, that was like when Carr, because Carr was going up against um, Atlanta. He he like he like shot the bet against Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and Tony just like left him in his lineup. Yeah, Tony clearly has not checked his lineup since the consolation started, so he I, deserved to win the consolation bracket. And I, I love, I love Tony. I, I know we like we say we hate it, but I secretly love it. I love how little Tony gives a fuck about. Like, it's definitely to, good to, to have one guy like this in the league. I texted Tony a month ago because Lamar Jackson had COVID, and I was like, "Dude, pick up Derek Carr," and he was like. Oh, okay. And then he did. And then he just, he just has not checked it since. And I'm sure if I texted Tony, like, hey, you should put Omar Jackson back in. I'm sure he'd be like, oh, that's a good idea. I should do that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he, just, he just doesn't give a shit. And I, and I love it. It's just yeah, like. I, I was pissed at Tony last year because he didn't give, he didn't give enough of a shit. It, like he literally didn't do anything with his team all year, but this year, at least like he's been setting the lineup. Uh, and th- that's just enough of a, a shit being given that I respect it. It's good. To I agree. Guy in your league who won't do. I agree. I, yeah, I, I I agree with you. There is a um, it's a very fine line. Like you have to, you can't leave guys in that are on buy. You yeah. can't leave guys in that are on IR. Like that being said, I feel like if I hadn't texted Tony, I feel like he maybe wouldn't have noticed the coat because like coat. Like I feel like Tony yeah. checks his lineup on Thursday, and then um, like if if guys are good, he just like leaves them in. Uh, but I feel like COVID, you kind of have to be like checking stuff and tony doesn't check stuff yeah. COVID, COVID, you give him a pass uh but uh i think tony tony has really tony for a while we were all giving tony a hard time for being a shit bag yeah. uh and 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 not being active enough and i think i think tony has learned the um the 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 the, the, the minimum standard that is required yeah. and i think uh. I think I think he um, I, I commend him for it. I think it's a good. He knows where the bar is, and he's just barely going to clear it. You know, he's not wasting any energy. Uh, he like is the bar. Yeah. He like he like found where the bar is, and he's like, I will be the bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, are we ready to make some picks, Ben? Uh, Here. Uh, yeah, so we're making three picks. Three picks, yeah. I've got the games written out here. So let's start with the consolation because you, you before we before we make our picks, do we want to do we want to put some action on this? Uh, yeah. How are we gonna do this? Uh, parlay. That's not how that works. Uh, <laughs> can't parlay with two people. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we picked opposite sides of everything. But then you just put individual bets on every game. That's what you'd be doing. Well, no, well, 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 no. Parlay would be we each take opposite sides of each one, and if one of us got all three right, then the other person would owe you like fifty bucks. Okay. <laughs> I don't. Okay, I don't quite know what you're saying, but uh, yeah, let's. Uh, Evan, no, Evan, what, Evan, what I'm trying to say is, whoever you pick for these three games, mm. I will, I will pick the other one. Okay. If there is the scenario where one of us gets all three right, then we then we have to pay that person fifty dollars. Okay, uh, but then nothing happens if one of us goes two and one. Right. Okay. It uh, has to be. It has to be a clean sweep. It has to be all three. Okay, I like that. And you yeah. want to pick first on all three of them, or do you want you want a first pick at some point? Um. How about how about this, Ben? So can I can I get can can I get Henry in the third place game and then okay, and, and then and then and, and then you get the other two? I'm gonna give you one pick, but you get to pick which of the games you get to pick. So is that it? You want Henry in the in the third place game? Yeah, I want Henry in the third place game. That makes sense. Uh, okay, so you for to- are- for total bullshit, like just. <laughs> Because <laughs> what because I mean, I mean, what I, we talked about before. I think that's fair. I actually. Uh, you know, while we're on the topic, I was going to pick Ethan uh, because Ethan has three Bears players in his lineup. He's got Trubisky, Robinson, and Montgomery now, <laughs> and they're playing the Jaguars. Uh, oh God! So I like that one. Uh, I think this game is going to be the highest scoring one of the week. Like I think Henry's team is good too. Uh, 
but I don't, I don't hate having Ethan. Although I will agree that history is on your side. Uh, what would this be for Henry? Four third places in a row? Four in a row, which is that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> we have to keep that going. Yeah. Uh, okay, so there, there you have it. Uh, we're we're doing Ben is picking Henry. I'm picking Ethan. Uh, so I guess I get to pick the other two. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Okay, Connor, Nick, I'm picking Nick. Connor is like only barely paying attention, if at all. Uh, Nick has Aaron Rodgers against the Titans, so that that's what I'm doing. I guess I guess you're taking Connor then. Yeah, I'll take Connor. All right, come on, Connor, do this for me. I'm glad that we're doing this, Evan. This is really making. I was very apathetic about yeah we, fan, we, fan, we, fantasy we, for a couple weeks now, and this is getting the juices flowing. Yeah, we needed some action. Uh, okay, <laughs> uh, our championship then: Quinn versus Ryan. I'm gonna pick Ryan. Uh, so I think this is kind of a tough pick because uh, Patrick Mahomes on Quinn's team is going up against the Falcons, but Ryan has Travis Kelsey. So I think the Kelsey Mahomes thing should cancel out a little bit. And I just feel more comfortable with Ryan's team, which is way less like duct taped together than Quinn's. So I'm picking Ryan. All right. Well, looks like I got some phone calls to make. <laughs> you, you, you hyping up Quinn's team? Uh, no, I meant that as an, I'm going to text Quinn to not start Kendrick Bourne. Is that tampering? Is that allowed? Is that allowed in this? Am I allowed to tamper? That's allowed. I mean, like my pick was not because of the fact that Quinn was starting Kendrick Bourne. Okay. Cause like, I think this, I'm excited for this. This is fun. Start instead. Like. That's, that's fair. We'll figure. (laughs) Uh, Um, I feel like that's the second time I've burped at the end of a podcast. Nice. Um, yeah. Right. Is, is that it, Ben? Is that what we got? So you would, so you would have picked Ethan anyway. Yeah, that's what I had written down. I, I'm not, I'm not strongly confident in that. But I feel like you played me. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I told you the, I told you the Henry fact about uh, three third places in a row, just as a smokescreen. Yeah. That, uh, that's like, it turns out that's just like totally fabricated. <laughs> <laughs> It's just not true at all. No, it is. It is true. <laughs> um, all right. So I guess before we sign off, just a programming note for everyone. We'll be back next week recapping uh, the three games that we just talked about, obviously, for the end of the season. Uh, and then I think we'll have a separate episode either like later in the same week or in the first week of January where we hand out the hypees, our award show for the season. Uh, and then we'll be done for the year. So, so yeah, let me, let me check. Let me check the sketch. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll do. Yeah, so I imagine we'll pot on Tuesday. Do you want to come hang out on New Year's Eve? Uh, no, I'm, or out do of, you have... I'm out of town for New Year's. So. Fuck you. Uh, so when are, you, when are you leaving? The 30th. So you're leaving the 30th. What time on the 30th? Afternoon, probably. Okay. So, yeah, I bet we'll probably record on the 30th. We'll, we'll... So Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll record. Uh, we'll recap the week. Yeah. Um, and, and then, then so when, do you, when, do you get, when do you get back from uh, your thing? the third the sunday um so yeah i think the first week of january we should be back with uh with what that. i want to i want to pump out the hypees like well i want to give you time to uh we, we need we, we need time with our ideas yeah yeah we got we got to make the hypees good so you got to marinate in the award show you know so yeah so at some maybe um maybe like the sixth seventh eighth wednesday thursday friday one of those we'll we'll do a uh but to, but the thing is like don't we want to do? Don't we want to do hypees before owners meeting? No, I don't think we care that much about that. We don't care that much. I think okay. Either way, yeah. Wait, so when it, so that's the other thing. When are, when are we doing owners meeting? That's a good point. Let me send out a text after this, and we can get that figured out. But we'll get there. Uh, but you're out of town though. Yeah. Uh, the fall. The fall. Fo- the following weekend. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I guess we could do it during the week. Yeah. It's a Zoom call, so it can happen. <laughs> can we record owners meeting <laughs> for the record that when people say for the record it'll actually be recorded uh, so. i want i want i i want nothing more than to have like a three hour recording of owners meeting and put it on the podcast and and hear all my friends yelling at each other about stupid bullshit. You can just fire it up and like in like July <laughs> and you're like, oh, I need fantasy back. Just fire up the owners meeting <laughs> recording and, and be ready. Yeah. Uh, and, and and we don't and we don't tell anyone that it's being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, now they know because we're talking about it on air. Well, this is the thing that people who are listening will know that it's recorded. Yeah. But that pe- yeah. but if so, if you're listening to this, don't let the cat out. The, don't let the cat out of the bag. Try try to get try to get like Joe to say something. Like on the Zoom call, you can see that it's recording. Like there's a little button in the top. Oh yeah, fair. You can see that. I suppose that's like a legality thing. Probably. <laughs> I just want to get like Joe to say something stupid and. Yeah, whacking. we gotta get we gotta catch somebody whacking off on the call. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey tubing it, you know. Uh, all right, is that it for us, Ben? Um, that's all. That's all I got. Um, go Jags! They're gonna get Trevor Lawrence. Um, Jaguars. <laughs> they just gotta lose twice more. They can do it. I know they can. But yeah, that's all. That's all I got. Clear eyes. Old hearts. Can't lose.